ETGS presents The Dark Cast. Guys, welcome back. Episode two, two. two. of the Dark Cast. And this week, we have someone else with us. We do. We do. We so excited. We Who's here? Who's here? You. 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 Some what? guy with hey, really you. short hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike with the short hair. <laughs> this is the shortest <laughs> I've ever seen your hair. I got so used to you looking like a pirate for so long. A pirate's booty. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you pirate booty. But, uh, so everybody Bring doing it. good? Let's see. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so is everybody doing good this week? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Mike. I uh, still have cancer. Thank do you? you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Thank you. Mm. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of cancer. Just right here. Just there. On my booty. On his booty. I inside. thought it was in your booty. It's inside my booty. Yeah. Mm. So you're feeling good, though, and everything going I feel good. great. Yeah. I'm awesome. Good I'm ready deal. to go. I'm ready good to go. Um, I saw your TikTok video, your latest. Which one? Oh, uh, yes. The, the Gru? He grew on <laughs> Yes. Uh, Andrea showed me that last night. and I woke up. I took a nap last night. I woke up. It looked like Gru. What the fuck are you going to do? I, <laughs> <laughs> You You're did gonna a good rhyme? job. You did a good yeah. job. <laughs> I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. It was great. It was great. I and think my favorite is still the one where he did the uh, the symmetry, the facial symmetry. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That was. I cool. laughed my ass off on that. I, 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 I laughed sent, when I, I first sent, did it. I'm like, what is going? Oh, look at my face. It's like, hey, hey, hey. I sent it. I sent it to some of my work friends and was Damn like, it. this is a guy that that I love to death, and you're gonna laugh. It's yeah. been it's been my biggest followed TikTok to date so far. So uh, so everybody listening can check out your TikTok and follow yeah. you. Uh, give us some info on that. Uh, uh, just like, just search Mike Howard on TikTok. <laughs> And I'm I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that is very informative. That is the right. best advice that. ever. That's yes. Right. Good job. Yes. Thank yeah. you. And Thank we'll, you. I, I will find out what it actually is and put it in the pod notes so you guys can check it out. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's I think just it's TikTok. Mike Howard actor. Uh, yes, Mike Howard actor. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there you not go. not to be mistaken for Mike Howard proctologist. Right. 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 Yeah. But I thought you did both of those today. Like I, I did. Okay, just checking. <laughs> he only like owns a to one. <laughs> I see your butthole over there. So are are you blowing up on TikTok? I'm blowing. You're blowing <laughs> up on TikTok. No, no, it's, uh, yeah, I think I got maybe. Forty people followed that one. Heck yeah! Nice. Which is big considering my last TikTok before that I had four. Of which, of which I was one. I was. I, I'm pretty sure I. I have liked every single one of yeah. yours. But so what's weird I, is after I that happens, then they all went back and started reliking all my old ones. Yeah, it's like so okay, now I see who I'll those talkers are. I'll be trending soon. Oh, yes. oh man. for your page. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure only my Calvins. <laughs> 
So, um, speaking of, of TikTok and, and for your page, yes. um, have you seen those ads on there for those true classic t-shirts? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I want you to fill this shirt, Mike. Fill this TikTok shirt. made me buy it. <sighs> I'm telling you, I feel, put this shirt on and I went like from dad to daddy. Yeah, he did. I totally did. <laughs> I'm, I'm uncomfortable now that I was telling you. <laughs> you notice so, I stayed over here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is, you know, True Classic's not paying me a dime. They should. And if you guys want, if True Classic would like to sponsor the Dark Cast and send me shirts, I will so talk about you every week. Here's the first Just thing saying. I noticed about your shirt, other than the fact that it looks soft. It's very soft. It's too big for you. It, it, it is. is too big for me. Yeah. Um, because we. And I washed it and shrunk it and it's still too big. It's one of those things where you buy clothing online and you're so used to buying a certain size. I know. Mm. I'm so proud of you. Mm. And, um, you know, they, the way they do their sizing, they actually have like this figure and they're like, okay, you know, do, do you. Shrink it. Are you, you this body type like or this? It, pretty much. Body I mean, you, yeah. you basically build your body type, and mm. nice. And I'm like doing it for him, and I'm like, does that look like you? And he's like, no, 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 bigger on the top. And I'm like, whatever. So I just, I, I mean, at least he just didn't say bigger below the belt. Right. You can't adjust that on those right. things. No, you can't. But so yes, uh, I mean it. In our in this instance, we needed to go a size down. But yeah, so True Classic, if you want to sponsor this podcast and send me some shirts that actually fit, <laughs> I will gladly wear them because they're super soft. It's they super comfortable. It soft. looks it yeah. looks very soft, very soft, so, very soft, very soft. I'm, I mean, mine, I feel my shirt. mine's pretty soft. Oh man, what's that made out of? Puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I think my shirt feels the same as yours does, though. Are you sure? Let me feel your shirt. They're pretty, pretty darn close. Mine's softer. Pretty darn close. Soft. Mine's softer. Y'all are so weird. Soft. Everybody's soft. over here feeling so shirts, and I'm just sitting here watching y'all. So you feel this? <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it's my shirt. It's, it's so soft. soft. It's lower. <laughs> it's the lower part of my shirt. It's, yes. It's still really soft, Mike. <laughs> give, it, give it a minute. <laughs> All right, so I'm old. It's still soft. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, soft. It's so soft. Soft. So soft. So soft. soft and moist. So soft and moist. But uh, so this week, yeah, we are we are talking DB Cooper. Soft. Well, Mike makes a what the fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of my favorite actors. <laughs> Mine too. No. He was in The Cutting Edge. <laughs> no. my, my. Some people thought he was an early edition, but he wasn't. <laughs> right. Cooper. Cooper. It's, Be Cooper. It's Cooper. Okay, so let's go ahead and throw the cat, throw me under the bus. Okay? <laughs> we, um, get a, we get a text, so. um, a group text with topics, and he goes, hey, everybody do some research on D.B. Sweeney. They've got a new Netflix uh, series about him, or, or and it's like okay, so I'm completely baffled, and I'm googling, and I'm pretty was, sure everybody else was like, I was like, what in a meeting going what? <laughs> and Mike goes, Jimmy DB Cooper. He's like, yes. So yeah, we did some research on DB Sweeney and Cooper. Yeah, and 
they got in a nice um, gift I'm just, war. I'm just very happy I was able to find I'm, that yes. yes so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got in a nice What's gift up? war in the the little group chat there, and yeah, everybody put me where I needed to be. Yep, <laughs> it made my day. I gotta That's tell you, right. that, that meeting that I was in was so boring. So I was on mute, laughing my ass off at all the all the gifts. <laughs> Andrew won the gift war, by the way. Yes. Which one? With this one, this one simple <laughs> gift. <laughs> it doesn't translate well onto the it podcast. It's just not a, a visual was, medium, but it's incredibly fantastic. funny. It is. It's so funny. And, and, and you can't describe that no. without no. without just no. sounding bad. Well, I just imagine uh, Mike's um, TikTok but this way my symmetry tiktok symmetry, it's, it's, but two, it, it's two asian women with no noses their yes. faces are kind of cut in the middle but it's one and one's going <laughs> it's amazing what was that what's she doing <laughs> which oddly enough is a sound that a lot of asian women make. i know this because my mom is asian and i've listened to that sound my entire life <laughs> michael <laughs> michael Oh, great. And then she kicks your ass. Soft. (laughs) All right. So, um, Andrea. Yes. Give us some information on D.B. Cooper, not Sweeney. Okay. Well, just to sum it up. Mm -hmm. In 1971, D.B. Cooper hijacked a flight for $200,000 in ransom. Then he disappeared after parachuting from the plane is William Shatner here? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> then the case remains the only unsolved commercial airline hijacking. Point blank. Right there. Done. It's the only commercial airline hijacking? It's the unsolved. 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 Yeah. It is the, oh, open your ears. Put I your listening ears on. I, I didn't hear unsolved. Because your mind was like, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he was still thinking he was still stuck in gif mode yeah. Yeah. is I it like, gif or jif it's, it's gif. gif it's gif it's gif the g I've stands heard, for graphic i've heard jif as well the g stands that, for graphic no, that's that's for peanut butter <laughs> or jif peanut butter like it did me or it could have like a soft j like yogging okay but there's no j I like yogging. Talking jif, oh. yogging. I like yogging. It's, it's a yif. Yeah, it's a yif. <laughs> it's a yif. <laughs> Something so new kids topic. are doing. It's called yogging. Yogging. Uh, that's better than vapping. <laughs> Whale, <laughs> whale's vagina. <laughs> I love that movie. So a man came to be known as DB Cooper used a bomb threat to hijack flight from Portland, Oregon to Seattle. Um, on November 24th of 1971. After the jet landed in Seattle, passengers disembarked and $200,000 was placed on the board uh, on the plane um, along with parachutes that he requested. He requested four parachutes. Yes. And... Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And Very brilliant. Very brilliant. Yeah. So Don't then, request one because <clears throat> they're going to make that bitch not open. Exactly. But if you request four, they think think that you've got got hostages. hostages. Um, uh, So then the plane took off from Mexico City. And then mid-flight, he jumped off the plane and subsequently disappeared. Um, The FBI spent years investigating the case, which was called Norjack, 
for Northwest hijacking, though hundreds of suspects were considered and 5,800 of the ransom money was found Mm -hmm. on the shoreline, the hijacker was never identified. But in uh, 2016, the FBI said it was closing its investigation, though this decision did not dim public interest in him. I don't know. I don't know the word I'm trying to think of. Describe the word. Is it a real word? It is a word. What does the word mean? Well, let's just... Act it out. Sound it out. No. <laughs> Movie. No. Dee Sweeney. Uh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Thank you. Um, let's just appreciate the fact that at this time, you know, no proof of identity was ever required by oh, airlines. Yeah. And the fact that he paid only $18.52. For a one-way plane ticket. For a one-way yes. ticket. From Portland to Seattle. But $200,000 was the equivalent of a million dollars today. Yeah. Right. And Portland but, and Seattle, not that far apart. True. No. But still, 18 bucks. You um, can't even get a taxi for that now. You could smoke on planes then, too. Yeah, you could. I remember that. Yeah. I was one when this happened. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't born yet. I know. None of y'all were born yet. Yeah. I was. I, I, was just, I was just, you know, a couple years behind you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you could also take your own liquor on board. You back could. Then. Yeah. And your own stewardesses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing my own sit down. thank you very much so while he was on board he um, enjoyed some bourbon and soda Mm -hmm. smoked some cigarettes and then he gave a flight attendant a note that said he had a bomb Mm -hmm. he showed the attendant a case containing wires and red sticks which to me would be like oh my gosh oh shit he has dynamite Um, the plane's captain was made aware of the hijackers demands $200,000 $200,000 in $20 bills, as well as four, four parachutes. Getting the money and parachutes ready took a few hours, so the flight circled in the air. And then after making it to Seattle, 36 passengers and two crew members disembarked in, in exchange for the ransom. The plane, staffed by four remaining crew members, two pilots, a flight engineer, and a flight attendant, then took off for Mexico City. Cooper demanded the jet fly lower than 10,000 feet, at a speed under 200 knots. How would you like to be the uh, flight attendant that lost the coin toss on that one? For real. (laughs) (laughs) Draw, they drew straws. Um, While the crew was in the cockpit, Cooper lowered the stairs at the back of the plane and jumped out shortly after 8 p.m. and the jet continued to Reno, Nevada. And as news of the hijacking spread, a reporting mistake rendered the hijacker's name as D.B. Cooper instead of Dan Cooper. This misnaming entered the public lexicon. Yep. So. Okay, so. <clears throat> he buys a ticket for under 20 bucks. Uh-huh. Every intention on getting on this plane, getting $200,000, and jumping off this plane and not hurting anyone. Uh-huh. This man was very smart. Mm -hmm. He knew where he needed to be in the air, how fast, because, you know, when you're jumping or throwing things, you've got to know the trajectory of where Mm -hmm. it's going to land. And, I mean... He also knew what the plane was capable of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, again, requesting four parachutes because, you know, they could jack up the, you know, the one... And, you know, giving off the 
assumption that there might be some more um, hostages. hostages, either hostages or other people involved. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well. Yeah. So, I mean, I have some theories about what was going on and why he disappeared and all that. But, but, but to get to those theories, you got to think about the suspects that they had. Well, yes and no, because I like I don't I have a theory of what happened. I don't have a theory of who. Mm-hmm. Because there's some pretty good suspects. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, very good. And obviously, you know, the main one, the main one, what was his name? Robert Rackstraw. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like front and center for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But see, my, my theories are just of what happened, not necessarily of who it was. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing about Rackstraw. You know, Rackstraw was in the military, mm-hmm. got discharged from the military. Had parachute training. Had parachute training. He was pissed. He was pissed he got... off because he got discharged from the military. And if this was him that did this, you know, he requested the $200,000, got out of the plane, you know, buried part of the money. But it was basically a, a fuck you to the United States or whoever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the big man. Yeah, just to say, I got your money, you know, and. Ha ha. Nah, you know, nah, you can't catch me. Yeah, you, you'll never know who I really was. And he succeeded. Yeah. You know, for 50 years, he has succeeded. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was, you know, the the Netflix documentary that's out right now, it focuses on him mm-hmm. during a large part of this documentary. It goes over, you know, all the other people that they had suspicions for. But Rackstraw, I mean, he fit it like, like so good. Yeah, he, he, so fits, good. he fits the mold very well. Um, and when you consider that his um, his commanding officer from his time in the military said, you know, the CIA scooped him up and he was gone yep. for three days. Mm-hmm. Um, working for the CIA and being a CIA operative are two separate things. Mm-hmm. So he very, very easily um, could have been an operative. Yeah. I mean, the man kills his father. Gets away with it. And mm-hmm. gets away with it. And... You know, is that CIA help that helped him get away with that? Because, I mean, he's like, how else could he get away with that murder when, you know. I mean, they they had him. They had him. Yes. (laughs) He told everybody that his dad went to Hawaii Mm -hmm. and then his dad's body shows up on his property. And, yeah, they had him. Yeah. And then suddenly they didn't have a case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's entirely possible that the CIA intervened because mm-hmm. they run the FBI. They tell they tell the FBI what they can and can't do. And well, I mean they're dirty. And if, if they don't if they don't want you to know something, they will do everything they have to bury it. So if this guy was an operative and he was a valuable asset, mm-hmm. why wouldn't they want to keep him on the outside of a jail cell? Exactly. Yep. But with that thought, mm-hmm. there are other suspects as well 
who fit that profile as well. In yeah. fact, almost all the big suspects have all had military training. Yep. Yep. Most of them had had flight training. Most of them have had paratrooper training yep. or had some sort of uh, experience where they could. There was one guy, though he didn't match the look, he went on later to hijack another jet, the exact same type of jet that Cooper did. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking mm-hmm. before the before before the uh, episode. The picture, everyone's seen the famous picture of D. Oh, yeah. Because he sat on the plane, never took off his glasses. Sat there. It was a, it was an olive complected white guy, kind of balding, wearing dark sunglasses, who looked like eighty percent of the guys walking around the United States at that time. Mm-hmm. The the nineteen seventy one business guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he looked. He had the advantage of the fact that he was not memorable. Mm-hmm. He looked like everybody. He could blend into a crowd. Yeah. Um. So, and then some of the weird things that happened. Rackstraw is a very, very strong suspect, but Lynn Doyle Cooper had the name Cooper. Had the name Cooper. And apparently one of his favorite uh, comic book characters was a Canadian comic character named Dan Cooper. Yeah. Because remember, his name wasn't D.B. Cooper. That was a mistake. He named himself as Dan Dan Cooper Cooper. when he bought the the ticket. Yeah. His niece overheard him talking to somebody about how they had solved their money problems, and they mm. was they were all, he was always doing kind of strange little things and disappearing off into the garage by himself and disappearing for days at a time. You know, when you look at the list of suspects, the scary thing is they all fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they all fit. There's one who's a, who was a woman who became a woman. Yep, but at the time, fit. when he was a man, fit mm-hmm. had paratrooper training, was in the military. Mm-hmm. Look like the person that it was supposed to be. What better way to get get to, to, to then disappear? Then go have a sex change. Yep. Suddenly now you're no longer this guy. You're this woman, Barbara. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea who that was that you heard about it, but it wasn't you. Right. Because now you're a woman. Mm-hmm. But when you look at pictures of when you were before your sex change, oh, you look just like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, there's so many unanswered questions, yeah. you know, you know, this, this case, it kind of takes you back to, you know, all the, the early serial killer cases that had DNA been a thing then been so much easier. We would well, know who DB Cooper is. And, maybe. And, and maybe. Maybe. Cause he but disappeared. He, yeah. he did. He totally and, disappeared. But, the thing that is really sketchy is that the FBI threw away all the evidence they had. Mm-hmm. Like 90% of the evidence like, got destroyed. Oh, well, we can't use this. Yeah. Except the cigarette butts. They still. No. no. They threw those they away. They threw the cigarette butts yeah. away? I thought that's what they were trying to DNA test now. They're working with stuff from the tie still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they still don't know if the tie actually has any actual DNA from. Dan Cooper. Because it literally could have been bought at a thrift store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and how many people have handled the tie in the mm-hmm. course of 50 years? Yeah. Because oddly enough, I know it's shocking, <laughs> but they didn't have really good chain of custody back then. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they yeah. still don't. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Bob, catch this. Sorry. <laughs> Shit, it fell in the mud. Pick Damn it up. Damn it. That's just... all right. Hey, just lick your, lick your finger. Wipe that end of it off. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's oh, fine. I got some nerd on there. Oh, right sorry. Right got a little chop suey on there. <laughs> 
Let me just, I'm going to stuff this in my pocket. Remind me to put it in evidence later. Yeah. Now, I remember being 10 years old, and what got me really interested in D.B. Cooper is when I was 10 years old, there was a kid who was camping with his family, and they found money mm-hmm. half mm-hmm. buried in the riverbank up in the northwest of the United States. It turned out it was almost $6,000 that mm-hmm. was buried in there, and the serial numbers matched the money, money that was stolen by Dan Cooper. And suddenly in 1980, it exploded. I was 10 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. It exploded. And suddenly mm-hmm. it was it was D.B. Cooper mania. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing was, and then at that time, it wasn't so much. I remember being 10 thinking about it and, and hearing about it. It wasn't described as here's a guy who hijacked a plane. It was here was a mythical character mm-hmm. who didn't hurt anybody. Right. Yep. He didn't cause any harm to anyone. Mm-hmm. He got this money and he disappeared. Yeah, and has been gone for eleven years mm-hmm. or nine years, um, and it became almost like this Robin Hood type yeah. thing. He became yeah. like this this, this oh, anti idolized. Yeah, he became yeah. this anti hero. I mean, I was ten years old. And I was I knew about DB Cooper, but I didn't know him as a bad guy. Right. He was a guy. That it was like it was like some kind of weird little, almost like an anti hero. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they still have. Cooper cons. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. People gather, they're wearing shirts with, you know, the sketch on it. They, right. I mean, it's. Well, I mean, this case, you know, since the, the FBI is, you know, pretty much washed their hands with it, you know, this case is still going because of all the cyber detectives. Sure. You know, cyber detectives are eating this shit up mm-hmm. and they're getting more information than the FBI ever did. Well, I remember yeah. I remember as a kid, the two biggest things that I knew as a kid that came out of the Northwest, because he entered into that same idea as as this, this other, was Bigfoot mm-hmm. and D.B. Cooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were both somewhere up in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And people may have seen it, but he disappeared. Yeah. And nobody knows anything about it. You yeah. know? But everybody knew what happened, but nobody knows a single thing about what happened afterwards. Did he, did, he, did he live? Did he die? Did he disappear into the mist? Because it seemed like he just disappeared into the yeah. mist until suddenly this, this money shows up. Mm-hmm. Then you knew that he didn't just die. I think yeah. he got down there and was eaten by Bigfoot. Good That's theory. Very, Good very, theory. Very possible. That's yeah. very, I, I, very I think possible. Bigfoot made him his bitch. See, uh, I'm leaning your way, Amy. I'm leaning your way. Yeah. yeah, there's little little baby DBs around. <laughs> DB yeah. squats, DB squats. Squat. It's it's Daryl. It is that's Daryl from the Progressive commercial. My name's Daryl. You know what DB stands for, don't you? What the bitch? The bitch. The bitch. <laughs> the, the bitch that got away with all that the money. Bitch. But he pretty much made everybody his bitch. Yeah. By, okay. By yeah. So. Here is my theory okay. of what happened, not okay. who. He had some people down waiting, or a person. He had a, a co-conspirator mm-hmm. waiting. He knew the flight path. He knew the speed. He knew if you know if if they were stayed under you know ten thousand mm-hmm. feet. And he knew going, approximately where he was going to He knew go. approximately where it was going to be. Sure. So my theory is that he had somebody down there, guys just sitting there. Waiting. 
waiting, waiting. All right, so dude's, you know, got the binoculars looking and sees the bag, and he's like, all right, there's the money. I'm going to go get the money. Well, then D.B. Cooper, you know, jumps, makes a safe landing. I guarantee it because he was not stupid. He had training. Him and his buddy get, you know, they have this money. They go and plant some money. You know, split the rest of it. Split the rest <laughs> and go go along their, their merry way, way mm-hmm. because, and and honestly, I have a hard time believing that. You know, I don't know what the family, you know, his family life was. Maybe he's a single man. Maybe he just wanted some money. Maybe he was just pissed off at America. Whatever. I have a hard time thinking that he stayed in America. Maybe he went up to Canada. Maybe he went to Mexico. Who knows? You got at that time. You got a buttload of money. Are yeah, you are yeah. you going to go back to your home and yeah. just sit there and be like, All right, I got some money, and people are you know? Or would you go back to your home? Because if you're at home, why would anybody think that you it was you that did this? Maybe he was yeah. a loner. Maybe he really didn't have like anybody keeping up with him. Maybe he didn't you know didn't wasn't close with his family. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. He just got a buttload of money, and sure. he could go anywhere he wanted to at this point. But if he stash, you know, if they stash some, you know, they they're like, okay, well, let's put some on the on the coast, so they're going to think that here's a fistful of money, just bury that. Yeah, yeah. Then you know, people are going to be like, I think that you know, he jumped and he drowned. Died, he drowned. Yeah. You know, hard hit, just whatever. Throw him off the trail. Exactly. I mean, the guy was not stupid. No. no. He knew what he was doing the entire time. And he literally made the greatest getaway ever. Mm-hmm. No trail. Well, see, and another thing that that leads me to the it being Rackstraw is every time that he was asked, are you D.B. Cooper? He never said no. He, he was, never, ever said no. He uh, danced around every question they asked him. Yes. They were like, yeah, you could be D.B. Cooper. He was like, I could be. You know, yeah. Just straight faced. I could be. Have you ever been to Portland? Oh, yeah. Many times. <laughs> I mean, it very, like it, it very well could have been him. It could have been any of the other ones. Yeah, but the fact that he was the one that everybody was so zeroed in on, you know, at at what point does it become fifteen minutes of fame? Just, just well, I, I think that you know, I think that the whole thing was just a giant fuck you to the government. Totally was because none of the bills have ever been found in circulation. No, nope. ever, and they would have been watching cash like oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Every bank would have been on the lookout for those serial numbers. So yeah, but I think you could it didn't get spent in the states. Them. I think you could launder them. It didn't get spent in the states, but I think you could launder them. No, through, that's through outside sources. Let's see, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I think you can launder, and and, ten, and and that amount of money it wouldn't really take that long to launder. That's true, right? Let's see, and that's just like the the other guy that you were talking about. You know, because uh, when Cooper, yeah, Cooper, when when they ask. For when 
DB, your Dan Cooper, requested this $200,000. He requested $200,000 in American currency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And $20 yeah. bills. And $20 bills. Not 50s, not no. 100s. $20 bills. Yeah. And, you know, so this guy who possibly lived in Canada, you know, he could totally turn that money up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean... You can go north or south, Canada yeah. or, or, or or Mexico. Exactly. And turn it quickly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm, I'm And like, the thing is, $20, $20 bills are easy to spend. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to have to make big change. You're not gonna have to, it's just, it's one of the most easily spent currencies in the world. Yeah. The U.S. $20 bill. Mm-hmm. That's why it's one of the most counterfeited currencies in the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those that will remain unsolved probably so here's my here's my real thing mm-hmm. i don't think they ever caught i don't think they ever found an actual i think all these suspects were just people that happened oh. to fit part of the mold i don't think they ever actually caught found the actual real, one i don't think so either. i think he disappeared and was gone i think rackstraw and the only reason that i don't think it was rackstraw because because he was so evasive with answering anything. i think right. he loved the attention exactly yeah, yeah, he was pretty cocky enjoyed it and the more the more they made it oh you're this yeah yeah, because then he never lied that he wasn't right, or that mm-hmm. he was, but he never said he wasn't. Well, well yeah, up to you. Because well, as long as he kept doing that, he, he, he got the attention. Exactly. Yeah. Because if he came out and said that wasn't no, not not me, not mm-hmm. me. And that's where I was saying, you know, my guess is that he wouldn't be in the states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's. He's In fact, most of, most of these suspects, if you if you look at their histories, most of them never came out and said, "Oh, it wasn't me." Right. A couple of them that did, but no, it wasn't me, not at all. Mm-hmm. They were well, they were evasive about. It. No, well, you know, I'm, I think they enjoyed the, fame. the notoriety. Yeah. I think they enjoyed the infamy of it. I don't think they ever. I don't think they ever caught the actual DB Cooper. I agree. No. I I agree. It's going to be forevermore. He's going to be the yeah. one that got away. Same thing with <laughs> all the letters and stuff. I think mm-hmm. the letters are all, I think every single one of those letters was phony. Every single one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People were just sending them in. Mm-hmm. Just sending of course. Them in. I mean, if you signed your name as Dan Cooper, why are you going to sign, why are you going to send something from DB Cooper? Because that's the famed yeah. name. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but. That's like the Jack the Ripper letters. That's, that's that what I'm saying, though. That's, that's right. what that's what got out there was DB, yeah. but that's not what he necessarily. Yeah. It was Dan Cooper. Exactly. Had he sent those letters, he would have signed them Dan Cooper yeah. instead of mm-hmm. DB. And that's the reason I don't think it was actually Lynn Doyle Cooper. Lynn Doyle Cooper may be a criminal and everything, but I think he's not smart enough to, I mean, he's smart too smart to go, let's see, my name's Lynn Doyle Cooper. Let's go with Dan. I'll be Dan. Dan Cooper. They'll never guess it's me. What's your name? Dan. Doyle? No, Dan. Dan. Dan Cooper. Yeah. And then, you know, you come across this guy, this, uh, the guy that was in the same army or whatever military um, company or whatever. Kenneth Christensen. Yeah. The one that deciphered mm-hmm. with the numbers. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, was that luck or was that someone that had this military training and really trying to pull this off that was you know did this whole number thing mm. the, this whole sure what is it uh, i don't know it's I called don't, a cipher yeah deciphering yeah the cipher so i mean 
was it just luck that things added up the way they did or was it somebody that oh, one I of think these it was other... designed to, to line up like that because exactly. so many of the suspects had military training exactly from the Vietnam area at era and would have used the same cipher yep yeah so is someone here yeah there's somebody out there Xander is that why the TV's blaring now? No, the TV's blaring because you left the TV blaring. She's right. It was really loud. Was it? Because you're deaf. Huh? Huh? Exactly. What? Huh? Yeah, Xander's here. Okay. So, it is 8.42. Do you okay. want to go ahead and uh, do... Well, let's finish this up. Yeah, let's get to an end of this. Well, that is the end. Okay. What? okay. So, basically, we've got to agree that... Nine times out of ten, this case will never be solved. Oh, no. I don't think it'll ever be solved. No. Yeah. Because I, now most of the suspects, probably in all likelihood, if he was in his 40s mm-hmm. in 1971, he's he dead. is he's dead, dead now. Or yeah. he is extremely old. Yeah. You know, that was that would make him in his 90s. Now. I think yeah. the only way it will ever be solved is if somebody kicks the bucket and has left a briefcase full of money for their for their kids with a hey, See, guess what, now, guys? Now, yeah. I did say that I think it would be awesome if the real Dan Cooper left had written a letter, handed it to his attorney and say, when, when I, I die, die yeah. I want you to release this. Do not yeah. open until I die. Yeah, that would be so amazing because that that would just kind of be like this ends to a, you know a means to an end. Sure. You know but what we probably have is some some grandkids somewhere going. Pappy was a nut job. Yeah, I don't know what's in that letter, but yeah. it's not worth reading. Right, and even yeah. then, who knows if it was Dan Cooper? It could have been the guy that was helping him, or the guys that were helping. Right, him. it could have been a. I mean, two hundred thousand dollars back then, you could have had three or four people involved mm-hmm. yeah. in this and, mm-hmm. and, and everyone been very happy with $50,000 oh, yeah. each. Yeah. 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 It's Hell, crazy. I'd be happy with 50000 now. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You could fill up your gas tank. No. I know. No. Twice. I know. I could put mine on three quarters of a tank. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Diesel's expensive, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. But you know, in 2016, the, the, the FBI said, that's it, we're done. They closed, mm-hmm. the, they closed the case. So it will never be solved. Right. It will never, at this point, be officially solved. Officially. Right. People on the internet will continue to mm-hmm. argue, and and but I again, I don't think there will ever be a definitive. There will be a list of suspects, and every year another name will add to that list, and somebody else's grandfather or a great uncle or bro. Oh, I think he. Oh, I think you know, and it's but it's perfect because it's just it's what people devour. It's yeah. It's a piece of history that happened over the course of a small time in one night that has become a legend that mm-hmm. has grown and grown and grown over 50 years. Yeah. So true. Yeah. And who's to say that if anything ever, anyone ever does, you know, come out as being mm-hmm. the real D.B. Cooper, mm-hmm. are they really? Yeah. Are they really? Because nobody has anything to base that on. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just going to end this with saying this: if someone is listening and you are a relative of the actual DB Cooper, send me an email at 
the darkcastpodcast at gmail.com and we will get you on the show and you can be anonymous you can send me the email from i don't care where it can be like uh you know um i'm soft I don't care. <laughs> I'm swift at gmail.com. I'm swift at gmail.com. But you have to swift. prove it because you can go ahead. If you want to prove it, if you're listening out there and you want to prove that you're a DB Cooper, send us $20. Yes. Yes. In an envelope. Mm-hmm. And then we'll we'll consider whether you're telling the truth. That's exactly right. Yes. All right. So let's move on to. But make sure it's an old bill. Yeah. I knew an old bill. He died. But, um. He was soft. He was soft. <laughs> then he died and got really hard. It's called a rigor mortis. Crunchy. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> I'll save you a seat next to me. All right. So bad. I already have a row lined up for us. Awesome. It's fine. Oh, I got uh, a fucking resort now. <laughs> All right. So we have last week, or on the last podcast, we came out with our new little segment for the show the dark product of the week mike you missed it i know i heard it was some amazing dark chocolate is there any left no no it's gone it's long gone i got i got hyped because there was a still packaging we just don't throw crap away around here but so this week andrea give us our dark product of the week this week for dark product of the week we have dark lube Mm. Mm. I'm sure they make that. (laughs) Tastes like maple syrup. Mm. Starbucks Nitro Cold Brew Dark Cocoa Sweet Cream. Yeah, that's actually my uh, that's actually my drag name. Is it really Dark Cocoa Sweet Cream? I I think I've seen that show. So I'm going to pour a little little bit in here for everybody. Yeah, everybody got to taste this. And like I said, uh, if you didn't get to listen to the last podcast, what we do is we'll try whatever the dark product of the week is, and we will give you our honest opinion on whether or not we think it sucks or if we would buy it again. Okay, it smells good. It does. It smells delicious. We don't, this is not a sponsorship. (laughs) We just like to. We just like to try new things. Yeah. All right, everybody. So the nitro, it's, it's. It is nitro it's, infused. It's nitro. It's, light. And it's very light. Very light. You know, this is a twelve ounce can, and it feels like a it six weighs, ounce. It weighs. It's actually nine point six fluid ounces. Wow, it's so light. It's, it's so light. light. All right, Because three, three ounces of it's nitro. That's, That's right. Mm. All right, here mm. we go. It smells like chocolate milk. It tastes like chocolate milk. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. That, that's it's really not good. really really good. It it's like not real milk. sweet. No, it's good. I like that. It's really good. And how much caffeine's in that? It makes me want to talk like this. It's fancy. I sound like I'm on I like NPR. <laughs> it's delicious. So we're, we're tasting the nitro cold right now. It's, no, it's, it's so is it organic? good. Is it it's organic? Tasty. It should be organic, I hope so. It's absolutely tasty. It's very nice. Is it non-GMO? It's, it's great stuff. It's, it's, it's kind of very... Is it vegan? Is it paleo? It's very it soft keto? on the top. It is soft. It's very nice. Um, there is no caffeine content on this. So uh, I'm going to say that it is... Um, Regular coffee. It's. Mm. I'm going to say it's nine thousand milligrams of caffeine. It's very good. It's I good. hope so. Actually, I really do. It's I really hope so. Tingle. <laughs> I mean, if anybody wants the uh, nutritional content, mm. I will read that off for you. No, that's okay. We okay. don't care. Yummy. 
It's really good, though. On the, on the mean, can, it says, our signature cold brew in, is infused with nitrogen the moment you open it, creating a rush of creamy texture and smooth, delicious taste. That's what it was. It was the Craft, creamy texture. It was the creamy texture. Crafted That's, to perfection with rich cocoa flavor and so cream. So creamy. Mm. So creamy. So it's really good. So creamy. It's delicious. I might have so, to invest have, in a couple yes. of those. Yeah. For my impending road trip. Yeah. I say that's a win. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. totally a win. So yep. far, we are two for two. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that, Mike. Yeah. Yep. So far, we are two for two. Yes, Nitro yeah. Cold Brew. Mm-hmm. Go get some. Nice. Awesome. If uh, the folks at Starbucks are listening... You we can will. send us those along with yes. a $20 bill. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, will, we will happily take a Starbucks <laughs> And we'll believe that you are D.B. Cooper. <laughs> that's yes. exactly right. you and, two are from the Pacific North. That's exactly delicious. right. Yes. Delicious nitrogen-infused cold brew it's every great. time. That's so infused. That is, this is so infused. So I feel infused after drinking it. I, Soft I and do. infused. Yes. It's great stuff. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Fantastic. Tell the whole family. <laughs> coming up, we're coming up, we're gonna share a recipe for organic chia. <laughs> <laughs> Made with lavender and honey. And if you rub it on your neighbor's head, it'll grow chia. <laughs> Cha-cha-cha-chia. Cha-cha-cha-chia. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh. All right. Awesome, guys. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this week. I enjoyed this week. Me too. Me too. I'm glad Mike's back with us. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. one day we'll get that other guy, Steve. Who? Uh, that's huh? Steve. 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 Stevia? Stevia. Ah, uh, Stevia tastes good. I love Stevia. (laughs) Tastes like sugar. I include that in my organic chia. Do you? It's Mm. not GMO. Nice. I like that. vegan. I like that a lot. Gluten-free? Yes. Gluten-free and fat-free. Great. Taste-free. Taste-free. Delicious. Yum. It's how I like my... Kale. Kale. It's how I like my kale. I have chia-infused kale. I'm going to have to try that. It's so good. I think that's on my new diet. Gives me a stiffy when I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad it wasn't just me. That's good. All right, guys. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) On that note. So, come back next week or in two weeks. Yeah, in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, so we switched up and we're going to do it bi-weekly for now until listeners get up and fuel prices go down. That's right. <laughs> <Yes>. We're by. <laughs> yeah. Because some of us have to drive like an hour to get here. And we're by. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so, for the Darkcast podcast, I'm Steven. I'm Andrea. I'm Amy. And I'm non-GMO. <laughs> I am so glad. Vegan. <laughs> Alright, guys. Soft. <laughs> Enjoy the softness. Enjoy the Starbucks Nitro Coffee. And come back in two weeks and see what we try then. And see what we talk about. We're talking about shit again in two weeks. Yep. Yes. Oh, so much. So, so so much shit to talk about. All right, guys. Y'all take care. 
share us, tell your friends about us, subscribe, comment, and if you need to reach us, send us $20. Send us $20. All right, guys. Take care and keep it dark, my friends. That's all, folks. The Darkcast is a weekly podcast devoted to all things dark. This podcast is not intended for younger listeners, so discretion is advised. If you have a topic you'd like to discuss or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at thedarkcastpodcast at gmail.com. Please like, share, and comment on the episodes. Thank you for listening, and we hope you join us next week for more talk on The Darkcast. Darkcast.